Welcome back to the Red Dice Diaries. I'm John, and this is just a short episode where I'm going to be answering some voicemails calling in regarding my recent thieves stealing from the party episode. And I can see that, first of all, I've got a number of call-ins from Jason of the Nerds RPG Variety Cast. So take it away, Jason. Hey, John. Jason here, Nerds RPG Variety Cast. I can't believe you made a whole podcast about Bardo and our Black Hat game. I am so angry at you. Okay, that might not be overly realistic, huh? So, believe it or not, it's probably not hard to believe, Bardo is the first thief I've really played. Like, actually, you know, you know, ongoing kind of game. Bardo is my very first thief. Um, I have not stolen from any party members, like, picking pockets. He has, on occasion... And, and it, was in front, it wasn't behind anybody's back. It was, you know, said in front of everybody. But there have been occasions where he's come across things and he's put things, you know, he's kept treasures away, you know, he hasn't shared them. You know, he's pocketed things that he's found, but he hasn't reached into other people's pockets, other party members' pockets, right? So when we came across the slain priests and he was checking the one to see if for vital signs and he... Then he searched his body, and he found the pouch, and he pocketed the pouch. He didn't tell the rest of the party he pocketed the pouch. But, you know, that, I mean, he's a thief. What do you expect, right? I don't know. So I I don't think anything needs to change. I think if somebody's running around stealing out of other players' pockets, then that player's probably dick. I mean, sorry. To, that's just, to me, that's probably the same person that's playing a chaotic neutral character. And when you're sneaking around, he starts hopping around screaming because I'm chaotic neutral, which, you know, that's the kind of person you probably need to usher out of your gaming group and find a replacement for, to be honest. I know that sounds super duper harsh and people might take me to task for it, but that's just kind of my gut feeling. So I don't think the thief class needs to be revamped like an AD&D or anything like that. I, I don't. Mind you, for me, D and D stopped with first first edition, and then with um, you know, Menser. So that's D and D and A D and D for me. I like delving deeper because thieves are optional; you don't need them at all. And kind, I prefer that. I don't like the idea that because thieves get special skills to climb and move silently, that means everybody else is worse at it. So I'm not a big fan of thieves anyway because it nerfs the other characters. To be honest, um, and that's a whole other discussion, but. I like the way Barbarians of Lemuria does it. The thief is just one of the backgrounds or jobs or careers you could have. So, like, my Barbarian in our current game, you know, is like three levels of thief and one level Barbarian and one level Mercenary. And, you know, so I, I like that kind of thing. But, yeah, I could live without thieves altogether. But if you're going to have them, I don't think they're broken. I think a player that would steal from another player character... A player whose player character would steal from another player's character and play it off like, oh, that's just what I would do. I, I think the problem is with that player, the human being playing the game, not with the class they're playing, honestly. But that's me, and that's pretty harsh. And I'll admit that's pretty harsh. And maybe you could do a podcast on how I'm jaded and I'm not being, I'm not respecting the feelings of people that will play that way. And that's not what I mean to do. I don't mean to alienate people or scare people away from the hobby. But I don't know. 
So this went to a weird place. So I'm going to stop now. And if you decide not to air it, that's cool. If you decide to air it, I trust you to say nice things about me afterwards. So I'll talk to you later, John. Take care. <laughs> well, thanks very much, Jason. But let me reassure you, if I was going to do an entire podcast episode about being jaded and slightly harsh towards certain types of play, I would be far further in the queue, nearer the front of the queue than your good self. Um, yeah, to be honest, as I said to you when I know we've been chatting on the Audio Dungeon prior to me recording this and recording the last episode um to be honest i hadn't really noticed that bardo was pocketing stuff um and yeah just sort of like pocketing the odd few bits and pieces don't really have a problem with uh, everyone still gets the same amount of xp you know happy days uh, especially in a game like the black hack where let's face it sort of you don't really have a lot to spend your gold on in the first place. I mean, after all, look at the the excellent beginning to the first game. The whole idea was that we were all penniless because we'd all just spent our gold boozing and living it up. So aside from like buying a little bit of equipment, which isn't terribly expensive, there's not really a great deal of uses for coin besides an adventure motivator in black hack so i don't really have any problem with people like pocketing a little bit of things here and there but you did make a very interesting point jason where you said that it's a thief what are you going to do and that was my um, my original point that i was trying to make is that is that behavior encouraged because the fighters labeled as a thief i seem to remember at one point in time there was a an effort to reclassify it as more of a sort of rogue rather than a thief assuming i'm not misremembering and i wonder whether that change in label might have caused the class to be viewed differently in different sort of behaviors to sprout from it for instance as i mentioned in my last episode in lamentations of the flame princess the thief in inverted commas class is called the specialist and I don't feel that that term comes with the sort of baggage that the thief label has with it. So, for instance, if you call someone a bard, you expect them to be playing musical instruments or singing or something like that. And as you say, if you call someone a thief, you expect them to be nicking stuff, the clues in the name. But I just wonder whether the, the name of the class sort of unfairly, well, not unfairly, but you know what I mean, whether it slants towards that sort of behavior but as i say again i i didn't even really realize that bardo in the black hack was actually doing that and that's not because you were doing it on the qt or keeping it behind anyone's back or anything because i know you weren't doing that but in that game like say coins don't really matter that a great deal and to be honest my character drend he's a big muscle bound barbarian who doesn't really care about coins as long as he can buy his fermented yak smoke and buy some more weapons and stuff like that he's happy for instance when everyone was like oh well, we're a bit skint in the last session i played in i was like oh well i've still got loads of coins but that was just because i've not spent any of them because until like one of my weapons breaks or something like that what am I going to use them on? But yeah, I think you make an interest, a few interesting points there, Jason. So I thank you very much for the call. And in terms of 
In terms of mechanics, yeah, I've got to admit, I don't really like the Thief class. And I was very much in favour of the fact that when Cody M was running Delving Deeper, that he just jettisoned the optional Thief class straight off the bat. And that's simply because I don't find the addition of percentage-based skills for things that I think other classes should be able to do anyway a great addition to the game. Now, if you like them, that's fine. Crack on with them. But as I've said on numerous occasions, sort of bolting on these uh, additional sort of skills, like things like move silently for thieves. Well, does that mean that only thieves can move silently? What about if a warrior wants to sneak past someone? And I've seen all manner of articles and blog posts and things like that over the years talking about how you can deal with this problem. And I think, to be honest, the easiest way to deal with it is just to jettison the thief class entirely, cast it out into the void, listen to the sound of it plopping into the bin majestically, and then perhaps adopt something with a bit more of a neutral tone, like the specialist from Lamentations of the Flame Princess, where in that system, every character can use the sort of nascent skill system to a certain degree. The specialist just has the advantage that they have a number of points they can allocate between the skills, which mean that they can choose to specialize in certain things, but everyone gets a crack of the whip. So I don't think you're being particularly harsh, Jason, to be honest. I think you're right. If a person is actively working against the party, it's going to cause ill feelings, and that person's probably going to get jettisoned from the group sooner or later. So thank you very much for those call-ins. Next, we have Arfed, a.k.a. Darren Green, with a couple of calls. So let's see what Arfed's been thinking about this topic. Arfed here, just responding to your bugbear episode. Um, I do agree that generally, I think if a thief steals from his own group, it's um, it's going to end in, in tears at some point for uh, a character or players, etc. Um, it normally, for me, slows down the game, um, hides some information from the rest of the group uh, that could be useful. Um, it does mean that the DM has to deal with sort of sometimes an individual and different groups uh, again splitting the party different sort of story arcs etc um so can can have quite a, quite an impact um it also makes sort of meta gaming quite difficult or you're sort of listening to characters doing things and um you're meant to sort of forget that or not be able to re- recall that um whenever I've played a thief Although, yeah, I've I've played some that um, I've done some, some bad stuff, as you can imagine. Um, it was always a case of the group sort of saying, oh, I'm glad he's on our side, and I'm glad he's in our group, and he's got some good skills that we can use, rather than they're worried about what he's going to do to them, or how he's going to backstab them, or, you know, turn against them at some point. So, yeah, I've never really thought of going against the group, to be honest. Um, not saying that a thief character might not do something that gets a group into trouble, but um, yeah, not directly going against them. Anyway, enjoy the episode. I'm looking forward to hearing what everyone else has got to say, and uh, yeah, keep up the good work. Thanks very much, Arfed. I think you're absolutely right there. 
I've always thought on the rare occasions when I've played a thief that it should be that idea of like you're this sort of larcenous, sort of a slightly shady character, but you are on the party's side, using those skills for the good of the party against the enemies. Like you say, to that point where they're like, oh, glad he's on our side. And that's how I've always sort of envisioned Thieves, to the point where the very first time, going back years and years into the sort of mists of time, when I encountered the behaviour of like thieves stealing from their own party, it actually surprised and shocked me because... I'd never even considered that because I suppose having sort of started jamming games before I actually started playing them, I was always sort of of the mindset that, yes, it's a player group or a player party sort of working against the hazards and the various sort of obstacles and conflicts that the GM sort of manages in the game. And the whole idea was the group coming together they they role play, they enjoy themselves, and they work to overcome those obstacles and advance their characters. Might be a, a slightly old-fashioned sort of view, I suppose, and I, I know role play games have differed to various degrees in that, but that's just how I've seen it. But thank you very much for that call, Arfed. I think you make a great point there. Hey, it's Future John dropping in here. And I just thought I'd take a moment to talk just a little bit about the Thief class in the Black Hack, since I've mentioned it in my response to Jason. Now, I was fairly scathing of the original sort of D&D Thief mechanics. However, if I look at the Thief class from Black Hack, I can see that it's done slightly differently. Basically, the Thief gets advantage, so they roll a d20 twice and take the best result, a mechanic that's been popularized by 5th edition, and they get it whenever they perform the following actions. Delicate tasks, climbing, listening and eavesdropping, moving silently and unseen, understanding written languages, and finding secret things. They also get to roll with advantage when testing dexterity to avoid damage or effects from traps and magical devices. They get a sneak attack, so... If they've moved silently to get behind a creature and the creature's unaware of their presence, they can automatically hit and do extra damage. Uh, they get to change their background uh, if they make a certain role at the beginning of the session, giving that idea that they've got a sort of murky past and there's all rumours about them. You don't really know what's true. And also, regardless of whatever they're carrying, they can always produce a small throwing knife from somewhere about their person. There's also a wicked random table of lucky charms that they can start off with. And I really like that portrayal of the thief because it's not all about the percentile skills. It's them getting an advantage on certain actions, but by no means does it bar any other class from attempting those actions. And they get a couple of flavorful things like hiding daggers about their persons and having this murky past. So I thought it was worth bringing up that I'm a really big fan of the Black Hacks portrayal of Thieves, and it's one of the few games I'd probably actually be excited to play a thief in. Anyway, back to your regularly scheduled program. Next, we have a call-in from Dave Aldridge of Deepercentile, and also my fellow host on the group podcast, 
purple worm. And if you've not checked that out, what are you doing with your lives? That makes baby shy halud cry. But in all seriousness, let's see what Dave is going to say. Hi, John. It's Dave. Should be able to do this in two messages. I really enjoyed your uh, episode on putting thieves who steal from the party in the bin. It made me think of source material. Just briefly, Bilbo, of course, our archetypal thief in the literature. Um, you know, what happens at the end of that book? Party tension, because he, well, he does steal from the party. His motives are not understood, creates all kind of trouble. So I thought that was fun. Firstly, thinking about... Uh, literary precedents for it. Okay, now I'm just going to break in here a little bit before I play the rest of Dave's message. I think Dave is absolutely right here where he's talking about um, Bilbo Baggins, uh, obviously of The Hobbit, Lord of the Rings, etc., as being a great literary antecedent for the thief and sort of inspiring the thief in D&D. Because we know... We all know that D&D had like a strong Tolkien sort of leaning in the beginning. Now, obviously, when The Hobbit was written, it was just sort of like a bit of an adventure story that later got developed into a more cohesive narrative when Lord of the Rings and various other bits and pieces of the Middle Earth sort of um, mythos were developed. And I'm not going to claim to be any scholar of that, so feel free to correct me if I'm getting this wrong, but that was my misunderstanding. But when you look at how it was developed later, the the ring that Bilbo steals uh, from Gollum was definitely a magical item that caused people to covet it. And indeed, that was part of a much darker main story. So... Almost in a way, if you look at it there, the sort of idea of sort of steaming from people, especially people you're supposed to be working with, was sort of enshrined as like in that those books as it's a bad thing. Anyway, let's get back to the rest of Dave's message. In fact, just a bit more, what does Bilbo actually do? He doesn't so much steal from the party, he does that other thing which is much more borderline, which is he's first in the room, he's first to hear the description, so he just gets it out quick, I'll pocket that, I'll pocket that. <laughs> which is which is more often the way I think that that stealing from the party occurs, you know, you just, oh yeah, no, no, I'll just, I'll just pocket that before anyone sees it. Other literary precedent, I was thinking, my favourite Conan story, I've been talking about it a lot, Tower of the Elephant. Um, you get these uneasy alliances between thieves. Um, you know, Conan teams up to take on the tower because, and this is the thing, because there's a particular target, they're not really interested in pocketing all the little bits of gold and the goblets they find. They're after one thing. And I wonder if that's something we we lose from that sword and sorcery idea that thieves are all about, you know, in role-playing, they're all about this pouch of gold and pocketing that, whereas really really in the source material and i'm open to to um to being shown other examples you haven't so much got those kinds of kleptomaniac thieves who want to pick everyone's pocket and just hoover up anything of value that they can find you have these big picture thieves who are quite happy actually to get together with people who are going to help them in their aims because you know they've got one big goal in mind they've got one big heist in mind and all that other stuff along the way really pales into insignificance and i think that's an aspect of a lot of the sword and sorcery games that i enjoy that they don't sweat your day-to-day 
coin totals and they're not really interested in gathering up all the little bits you find along the way because really it's all about that that big that big win and then of course how you sell it for a fraction of what it's worth squander all the money and have to go and do it all again thanks very much for your call in dave and yeah i think you make a great point there and i mean let's face it if you look at the ring that bilbo steals from Gollum, and i know originally that was just sort of like a magic ring and it was developed later on when the the sort of middle earth mythos was developed that ring is pretty much like a sort of microcosm for why you shouldn't go around thieving stuff because it in itself is a force of darkness that was created by evil and it gets to people by getting them to steal stuff by forcing people to covet it so i think that's a a very interesting point there as i've said earlier i'm not so fussed about thieves who just like nick a little bit of stuff while they're going around you know they they grab a few bits and pieces before the player party actually sees them but again as i said earlier i do wonder whether that's just a sort of symptom of the fact that the the original sort of D&D class is called a thief. And people think, well, I'm playing a thief. I best get to the thieving. But anyway, thank you for raising those points, Dave. Very interesting call there. And what's that coming over the hill? Is it a spike pit? I think it might just be. Take it away, Colin. RPG bugbears. What a great idea, John. Really looking forward to this series. I wholeheartedly agree with the idea of better out than in and a disclaimer at the start of the show so as to avoid accidentally enraging people, also a cool idea. Now, my bugbear is not so much the way thieves are played but just the fact that I've always felt in the old school game that thieves were a bit crap, if I'm honest. Crappy, not very good with their skills I don't think if I was looking to make a hire, put a party together, the thief would be the last guy who I'd want to join a party. The potential of nicking all your stuff, he's only going to get himself killed. Then you, oh, you know, you're lumbered, maybe getting a body back. Pain in the butt. Much prefer an interesting rogue and the role-playing opportunities that come with it. That was Colin Green, a.k.a. Spike Pit there. Another fellow Purple Worm podcast host. Thank you very much, Colin, for calling in with that. And yeah, I think you are absolutely right. In some, not all, but some OSR-style games, mechanically, the Thieves just ain't that great, to be honest. And like I say, that's even ignoring the fact that, like, why do you need a percentile score to move silently? And can anyone else do it? And how does all that work? And all the various sort of backpedaling and sort of articles that have tried to address that over the years. If it was a system that worked, all of that wouldn't have been necessary. It would have just worked. But that's just my opinion. As you say, I'm sure there's people who think differently, who love thieves. Personally, I found never found them that mechanically inspiring. But as you know, Colin, I'm a big one for not worrying too much about the mechanics. I mean, I'm playing just like a fighter in the Black Hack at the minute. I play a vanilla fighter in a fair few games over the years. And they're no great shakes when it comes to the mechanics and old school games, to be honest. But you're not restricted either, so you can really get into the role play and make of them what you want. So 
I'm not too fussed, to be honest, about sort of whether I get any like cool like extra bits and pieces with the system. And before anyone rings in saying, oh yeah, but the system's important, of course it is, but I just focus more on the the role playing to be perfectly honest. And I'm not worried about getting loads of bells and whistles or like optimizing my character in any way. I mean, yeah, it was nice. I rolled some good scores for my character in the black hack, but I'm not stressing about it, given that I tend to roll my characters first, stats first, and then come up with a character based around them. But yeah, to swing things back around to the Thief, I agree with you, Colin. It's far more interesting, to my mind, to play a sort of rogue-style character than just a straight-out Thief who's nicking stuff. Take your own character, Stilton, in the Black Hack. He's far more interesting, the fact that he's a sort of struggling actor who uses his skills of performance and has these weird sort of social mannerisms that he's picked up that if he was just like oh hi i'm dodgy rog the thief i like coins keep an eye on your purse now you could play that for laughs and obviously i was doing that and you could still make it quite funny but personally i think your character for the black hack has more depth and more interest to it. So thank you very much for the call there, Colin. I'm glad you like the sound of the RPG Bugbear series. Like I said in the original episode, I've migrated over from my YouTube channel, which I'm going to be keeping mainly for reviews now. So I'm sure there will be no shortage of things for me to moan about in the future but I'll make sure that disclaimer's on there so the easily offended know they need not apply. But as for anyone else who wants to disagree with me, agree with me, or have any sort of civil conversation about it, I am always happy to chew the fat about RPGs. Of course I am. It's my hobby. We all love talking about it. Okay, thank you very much again, Colin. Catch you soon. So that's it for this voicemail bonus episode. I'd like to thank all of my wonderful callers for calling in. The The voicemail feature is really one of the things I love about Anchor. But don't forget, you, if you can't leave me a voicemail on Anchor, you can always get in touch with me at reddicediaries at gmail.com. Or if you've got a response that's a little bit too long for that minute restriction of the anchor recording app and you don't want to record a million messages you can always record your response as an mp3 or something similar and email it to me as an attachment reddicediaries at gmail.com and i should the gods being willing be able to import that into my anchor podcast and answer you as i would do any other message so i hope that the 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 thief episode has given you all something to think about and like i say if anyone else has got any ideas or responses please feel free to call in or make your own episodes about it i'd love to hear what you think so until i see you all next time take care happy gaming and whatever you're playing enjoy yourself <laughs>